You've been doing your craft business for a little while now, so I'm sure you've gotten your feet wet in doing craft shows, haven't you? You haven't done a craft show yet? Okay, or maybe you want to do one and don't know where to start. Well, I'm going to share with you, this is part one of three, where we're going to talk about the small craft show, a medium craft show, and the larger craft shows. And then I'm going to share with you the types of inventory and how much to bring for each one. So are you ready to get into doing craft shows? Let's start with part one, getting enough inventory for a small craft show. And what are small craft shows? Let's get started. Are you ready to turn your passion into profit and get paid? Of course you are. Who doesn't want to make money doing what they love? Hello, Creative Queens. Welcome to the Creative Woman Podcast. I'm Talena Bacon, your host and business strategy coach. Think of this podcast as your cozy crafting corner where I spill the tea on all things crafting and business. I'm diving into topics like starting and growing an online business, organic marketing, breaking into craft shows and boutiques, social media strategies, and so much more. Plus, I'll be adding in some of my mini coaching programs designed to craft a strategy as unique as your business. With over three decades of experience in products and coaching services, rest assured, I've got stories to tell and secrets to share. (laughs) No need to hold back. Hit that subscribe button or give me a follow. They say I have the gift of gab, (laughs) but it only kicks in when I drink coffee. So grab your favorite beverage, a pen, and some paper because your exciting creative journey is just around the corner. Let's get started. Hey there, so you're ready to do craft shows. So there are three types of craft shows, and I'm going to talk to you about the smaller craft shows. The smaller craft shows are the ones that you start to get your feet wet. You want to get enough customers to buy your products so you're making some money, but you don't want to spend a whole lot of money preparing to do the craft show, like the money it takes to actually participate in the craft show. Smaller craft shows are the ones that are high schools, community centers, little convention centers. Sometimes they have smaller craft shows. When I did mines, I did mines first at a women's community. I think it was $50 for two days. (laughs) That was a long time ago. So The first thing you would need to do is figure out where do you find them? They're in your local area where you live, if they have those. Now, you may have to travel to get to a smaller craft show. Now, would I suggest it? Mm, It depends on how far. Now, if it's 30 minutes, 40 minutes, okay, that's not too bad for a small craft show because you'll get your money back. But if it's further than that, mm, no. For a small craft show, and it's at a community center, I wouldn't travel no longer than maybe an hour the most. Now, I got to admit, there are some craft shows in Virginia that are small communities, but they're like a hundred and something dollars for maybe, I think, two days. Now, would I travel that far? Maybe, but that's because they've been doing it for a long time. Now, if you have a high school, a community or elementary school that's doing their craft shows for the first time and they've only been doing it maybe a year or so, no, I wouldn't travel that far. 
small craft shows, you want to make sure that your table space is at least 10 by 8, 10 by 10. Six by four space, don't do it. I can tell you now, you don't have any room. If you think of a six by four space, you have to think of your table, your display, where you're going to sit, where you're going to accept the money, where you're going to put your extra inventory. Six by four space, no. So if you come across a small craft show with a six by four space, run. You want at least an eight by eight or a 10 by eight space. Because this way you have enough room to get your inventory and then you also have enough room to sit and collect money. That's most important because it would be kind of awkward that customers are walking up to you with the products they're ready to buy and you don't have a table to put it on and you're not able to collect money. Those are the two safest spaces to get. Now, once you decide on that, you have to figure out your display, which I'm sure you've probably got a perfect display. But as time goes on, I give you one tip that'll help you along the way. Make sure your tablecloth reaches to the floor. And let me tell you why. When you have your tablecloth reaching down to the floor, it goes straight to the bottom and you can hide extra inventory underneath your table. If your tablecloth only comes halfway and you're trying to put inventory underneath, no, it Truthfully, it doesn't look professional. So make sure your tablecloth at least reaches the floor. Now, you have your display. You, you figure out how much inventory you want to bring, right? You do know how much inventory, don't you? Okay. I guess I can tell you. <laughs> your inventory for a smaller craft show would be at least 8 to 10 pieces. Now, if it's a one-day show, 8 to 10 is perfect because... Someone comes and they buy four items, you got maybe six items left. Or if you want to keep it just eight items, you can just do this eight items for a small show. And that's a one-day show. Now, if you're doing a two-day small show, you must have at least, I'd say, 12 items tops. And that would get you over for two days because if they buy up on that the first day, Sunday you still got some stragglers coming in that can buy up the rest of the inventory. And if not, you can always sell it on your website, your Facebook page, or your Etsy page. But 8 to 12 pieces of product is good. Now, you must also have a way to collect the email address. Trust me, it's going to help so much in the long run because, first of all, with the email address, you can reach out to the potential customers who's left the craft show, who might have forgotten the craft show a week or two later. So it's always good to collect the email address. Now, that's something I'll have to go into in another episode, but we are definitely going to talk about email addresses and how to collect them the right way. So we have our small craft show. It's a two days. Make sure you bring yourself something to drink. <laughs> the reason why I started laughing was because I remember that I had to do a three-day craft show, and they gave you coffee and a donut. It wasn't good at all. Oh, my God. So nasty. But it was free. And I didn't bring anything to eat or drink the whole day. So needless to say, whenever I was able to get away, I was always rushing to the concession stand to grab something to drink or something to eat. So always have something to drink, no matter if it's a one-day or two-day show. Definitely bring something to snack on. Now, when you have your inventory, I'm sure you know how to set it up. Some people use different types of displays. But you find a display that's of eye level. Some people put everything flat on the table. 
And let me tell you why that's not a good idea. If the booth is packed with people or people walking by and everything is flat down, how is anybody going to see it? Because if they go and buy and they happen to scan your booth and everything's flat down, they have to come in to see your product. You don't want that. You want them to still have eye level so that if they walk by and they happen to glance over into your booth, they see your product. If you have to prop it up a little bit, make it at eye level so they can be seen. Because if they see something, they'll be like, oh, wow, I want that. Oh, that looks interesting. And they're coming in your booth. I've made the mistake plenty of times of having things flat down on the table. And a lot of people didn't even know what I made because they didn't see it. They didn't know until maybe the next day when they were like, oh, you sell this? I didn't know. Reason why? It wasn't at eye level. And if it gets crowded with a bunch of people walking back and forth, they're not going to see everything if everything's flat down. So make your product at eye length so it can be seen. Now, what do you do when someone wants to do a special order? What do you do then? Hmm. Think about that for a second. I'll be right back. When I first started my online journey, I was all about sharing my posts in several Facebook groups, thinking my inbox would explode with orders for my handmade products. I think that's everyone's dream, right? I was in a dream state until reality hit me. There were no orders or sales. But Stubborn Me kept doing the same thing over and over and was following that term about throwing spaghetti against the wall until something sticks? <laughs> Spoiler alert. It doesn't work. Then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I looked at my post and realized what I was sharing wasn't attracting customers to my website. I wasn't speaking about how my products would enhance a customer's home or what they wanted. It was time for a revamp. So I went back to the drawing board and I crafted a step-by-step -step strategy that not only grew my Facebook group, it brought in sales and filled up my coaching programs. I spill all the juicy details in my free resource, 10 Marketing Tips for Creatives to Boost Sales. You can find a link in my show notes or over on my website at talinabacon.com. That's spelled T-A-L-E-N-A-B-A-C-O-N.com. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back. So have you decided on taking special orders when you're at a craft show? Didn't consider that, huh? Okay. So here's how we can do that. When you're making your 8 to 12 items or 8 to 10 items, put one item aside and let me explain. Let's say you've sold out at the one-day show or the two-day show and you sold out and you only have maybe one of each item. You can say you're taking orders. So then someone comes by and say, oh, wow, that's beautiful. I like to buy that. And you can say, well, I'm out right now, but I can take an order. You can take the information, take a deposit. Please do not forget, take a deposit because someone can say they want it. You can make it and get ready to reach out to them to collect the money. And they can say, well, no, I changed my mind. Then you've put in all that time and money into the product and they no longer want it or they forgot. So get the particulars, get their, their information, their address, let them know the full price and let them know it doesn't include the shipping. Because you remember, in shipping, it can change. And I'm sure you've probably shipped out a few products and the shipping is always up and down. Trust me, I've had so many mishaps with shipping. So you take the information, you take their deposit and say, 
The price doesn't include the shipping and handling, and I will reach out to you once the product is ready to be shipped to let you know how much it's going to cost. Let them know that you do take credit cards or PayPal and that you take that order. So you keep that one item for special orders. You never know someone comes up and they say, well, I want that item and you know you don't have any, but if you take special orders, you won't lose that customer. So now you've made your eight to 10 items for one to two day show, which is at a school or community center, small, even churches do craft shows. And a craft show can be one day or two days. Now, how much should you spend on this craft show? I would say maybe a hundred bucks, maybe 75. I wouldn't spend 300 bucks on a high school, elementary school, community center type craft show ever. No, that's way too expensive. Unless that rest of the money is part of a donation for the school, they have to let me know up front. But 300 bucks for a high school, community center, or church for a craft show? No. No, no, no. <laughs> they should run about maybe 100, 125 tops. If it's a one-day show, $75 maybe, 50 I've done a show that the show was... 50 bucks before and I made out like a bandit. So when you look for a smaller craft show, look at the price, look at how long they've been doing it. If they've been doing it a short period of time and it's like two, three hours away, run. Do not do them shows. Mm -mm, no. Now, if this smaller show and it's at a community center and they've been doing it 15, 20 years, they got a good reputation. They can charge maybe 150, 175 bucks. That's not bad. But 300, no, way too steep. You got to remember when you're doing a craft show, you got to put in your time, the gas to get there, the hotel, depending on how far it is. If it's local, you don't have to worry about a hotel. But also, you going back and forth, you lifting tables, chairs, the whole nine yards, getting everything set up, snacks. All that comes into play when you're doing a smaller show. No matter what show you're doing, you have to consider all of that. So be prepared that these shows, sometimes mm, you're not going to make money. I'm going to have to be truthful. You're not going to make money in every show you do. I can tell you I've spent, I spent close to 500 bucks for a three-day show. I traveled three to four hours to the show. It was well-known. I've been doing the show for a long time, a good promoter, and I sold nothing. But it was the springtime, and springtime shows are a little bit different than the fall and the Christmas. And during that time, I was known as the bunny lady. All they saw was I had bunnies, which I did have a lot of bunnies, but the customer saw nothing else, and I made no money. So I learned my lesson because... I just thought that with the spring craft show and it being big and it was going to be a lot of people and it wasn't a lot of people and there's a lot of mishaps behind it, like they didn't advertise like they're supposed to. And there's a lot of things you're going to come across when you're doing the craft show. And I think I might do an episode of all the, the ins and outs of all craft shows and give you all the tips of everything because it's a lot. <laughs> 
But anyway, this is going to cover just part one of three. Now, this is for the smaller craft show. Remember, you must have at least eight to ten items. Spend no more than maybe a hundred, hundred fifty bucks, and make sure you don't have to travel far. And also have one item left out so you can take orders because you never want to lose a sale. So, are you ready to do craft shows? I know you're ready. I know you're going to have so much fun. And you're going to make so much money. And you're going to do great. Thank you for stopping in to listen to my podcast. Before you go, make sure you hit that subscribe button within the app you're using. I'm dishing out tons of valuable business and crafting tips, and I don't want you to miss a thing. If you've been enjoying our time together, it would mean the world to me if you could drop a quick review. You'll find the link within the show notes below. Your thoughts mean the world to me, and having you as part of my podcast community is truly a joy. Let me leave you with this nugget of wisdom. You have to love what you do to make money. So get out there, pour your heart into your passion, and let the money flow. Until next time, stay safe, and we'll catch up again real soon.